So have fun. Enjoy the process, man, because you can be looking on this 50 years from now, 30 years from now. Of course, you're going to say, right, in the now, this season sucks. You know, we have three losses. But 50 years from now, man, no one's going to be able to take away that you play for the University of Oklahoma. Right. And that's something you can tell your kids, your kids' kids. And, and that's just something that won't be forgotten. Yo, 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 <laughs> what's up, Sooner fan? This is your host, Jeremiah Hall, formerly number 27 on the field, but always number one in your hearts. Here with me today, you know who it is, my right-hand man, number nine on the field, our captain, quarterback, and fearless leader, the Braden Weight Room, Willie Willis. And this is the podcast on the prairie. B? I don't know about that intro, Jay. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I figured I would take it too far at some point. I'm just going with the flow at this point, bro. It is what we'll it see is. see how Sooner Nation likes it. If Sooner Nation likes it, then I'll put up with it. But, you know, yeah. we'll see. Hey, bro, I'm just trying to keep it lighthearted. I'm trying to keep things on the yeah, up and up. You know, you know, just you know, just experimenting. I, I don't blame you. How has your weekend been? I've had I've had a good day. I haven't watched any football at all all weekend. Have not seen a thing, <laughs> and I think that's probably my first time in a very I don't know if ever, ever. Yeah, no, I I didn't watch anything. No Twitter. No no nothing. Mm, that's crazy because I watched every single I watched. <laughs> A bunch of football this weekend, so my priorities are yeah. different now. Oh, I feel I'm it. Good. Hey, nothing uh, wrong with that, bro. You know what I did today? I, I I went to I worked out this morning. I went to church, then I played golf. Then I came home and I took a nap, and I wrote down some business proposals. And yeah, <laughs> nice, <laughs> bro. The boring Man, life. I like it. <laughs> I mean, it's only boring if you think it's boring. If you think it's full, it's fun, then it's fun. Yeah. How 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 has your weekend been? Hopefully, more exciting than Jay Hall's. <laughs> it was good, you know, by weekend. But I stayed up here uh, Friday. I did a whole bunch of absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um So you know that was cool. And then Saturday, I had a autograph and an autograph signing and like picture taking event but it wasn't just me it was a couple of the uh couple of the guys you know a uh, couple of the softball girls baseball and some cheerleaders the uh roughnecks and yeah you know so we had a nice little uh i guess turnout but it was yeah. fun though we had a couple of our podcast um uh, podcast listeners show up so shout out to shout out to the podcast army you know what i'm saying the the fan base love seeing y'all there um yeah and then you know just some regular fans but it was good man you know good to get out there and connect with the community and uh you know just just see some of the people behind from that are supporting us from behind the screen so bro that was nice nil is a wild place bro because you see your you see you guys doing stuff like that taking autographs with with kids and that's beautiful. But then you see guys posting pictures with cheerleaders 
promoting Hooters. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this is so crazy because you see it right next to each other on social media. I'm like, bro, like this, this NIL stuff is, is insane. Hooters and yes. autographs, bro. It doesn't get any better for the OU football team, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, it was fun. I had a good time out there with Billy and uh, Billy Bowman, uh, JB, Gavin Freeman. You know, so we, we had a good little time. And they provided dinner and lunch. So you Ooh. know your boy was happy with that. Bro, we can never complain about free food. Free food? Come on. And it was, it was from their bistro. So we are at Mathis Bros. It was from their bistro. Yeah. And their bistro is actually pretty good. So, you know, I, I was not complaining. Shout out to them. Maybe. Yeah. No, we can't be. We No, matter of fact, no shout out to them. We are no longer giving free shout outs on the podcast. Can't. We, Actually, we I, do have, I do have, I, I, I do have a shout out. So that, that was, shout out for? my neighbor. All right. Your neighbor? So th- this is when I get into the story. Okay. I was telling Alex, Ooh. I was telling Alex, I got a story. This is, I get into the story. Right. So down. this weekend I, st- I, I stayed home. Right. Yeah. I stayed, I mean, stayed here in, in Norman. Um, just to, cause I still have to figure out the car situation. Right. So I visited a few dealerships in the meantime, you know, like on Friday and then on Saturday. And so I'm looking at some cars and I, the, a couple, like last week, I think I was driving home from a game and I went and circled around in my neighborhood because we have a cul-de-sac. And uh, my family was all in my driveway. That's besides the point. I circled around and I, one of my neighbors has a car that I really, 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 really like, right? It's a Mercedes. It's an AMG. It's 45. It's a little bit, or 35, or I thought it was a 35, but it's a 45. It's a little bit out of my price range, but I really, really like it, right? So I, I'm like, oh man, like I wanted to see the differences between that and some of the stuff that I test drove earlier that day, right? So, I'm like, I'm going to go home and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go knock on the door. I'm just going to ask him. Might as well. So I go over there and I knock on, all right, ring the doorbell. A woman comes to the door. I Forgive me if you're listening to this. I cannot remember your name. I know the husband's name was Sean. I cannot remember her name. She, she's holding a dog and she's like, she's on the phone with her husband. And I'm like, hey, my name is Brayden. I'm your neighbor from a few doors down. I know this might be weird, but please humor me. She's like, yeah, what's going on? She's cool. You know what I'm saying? She's real cool. So I'm like, uh, yeah. So, you know, explain the car accident situation and explain how I've been at dealerships and how I wanted to compare cars. I was like, I saw the car in your garage like last week and I yeah. really, really loved it. And I was just wondering if I could see it. Right. And so she's like, yeah, yeah, of course. She's like, I actually love cars. Like I'm a car enthusiast. And she's like, I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, that's actually my car. And I was like, oh, okay. And so she's like, yeah, let me go open the garage. And I was like, okay. So she opens the garage and, you know, I go in there and she turns it on and that thing goes, I was like, oh, wow. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) I was like, that's nice. And so we get to talking about the car and, uh, cause I've, I've done research on that car before and I was thinking there was another car and she's like, yeah, I was thinking about getting a 35, but then the 35 didn't have the Burmeister sound system. I was like, oh, she's like this. So I've got the 45, I was like, this is a 45. So that's why it sounded different. But like I said, that's besides the point. So she says, I'm looking inside of it. Right. And she's like, uh, 
you you should take a drive in it. And I was like, oh, I mean, I would love to, you know, like ride passenger. Like I, that would, you know, I could see yeah. how it rides, whatever the case would be. He's like, oh no, you can drive it. And I was like, ah, I don't, you know, I don't know about all that. <laughs> Just knowing how I am, I wouldn't let anybody drive my car. Right. So I was like, oh, no. she's like, no, you got to drive it. She's like, just wait till my husband comes home. You know, you can drive it with him and you know, the whole nine. And so I was like, I mean, okay, that sounds great. So she's like, how long? She's still on the phone with her husband. She's like, how long are you going to be home? Sean's like, about 30 minutes. So I'm like, okay, cool. I come back to my house, wait about an hour, give him time to come home, you know, chill, you know, get get himself together. I go back, introduce myself to Sean. She pulls the car out. We get in. And so he, let, he they're letting me drive in. I'm like, okay, this is cool. So I'm yeah. riding around the neighborhood because, you know, like I said, I wouldn't let anybody drive my car. But if I did, it'd be like close. Yeah. So I'm driving around the neighborhood, just, you know, just around the neighborhood, right? My neighborhood is real small. You've been to my neighborhood. And so he's like, you want to take it to the street? And I was like, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> he's like, yeah, take it to the street, man. It's cool. And I was like, oh, okay. So these are some generous people. Exactly. So the, so the person behind his car, it has an AMG engine in it and it's like, it, it's, it's pretty fast. So before we get on there, he turns it to sport plus. And, and so we get on the road and he's like, you might as well give it a little tug. You know what I'm saying? And I, <clears throat> bro, <laughs> I was like, and I looked at him, I was like, whoa, I, before I knew it, I was going 20, right? When I turned in, before I knew it, I looked up, I was going like 80. I was like, oh my God, this thing is too fast. And so he was like, yeah, right. And so I turned around. You know, I, I come back and go and, you know, drive the neighborhood, park it in the car, in the garage yeah. and we get to talking. But I was just like, wow, these guys are super nice, like neighbors of the year. Like, come on now. Like, uh, so shout out to Sean and his wife, uh, neighbors down the street, man. They are great, super friendly. Um, if they need anything, I told them to hit me up. Those are my guys now. So, you know, you never know. You never know if, you know, sometimes you just got to go ask, you know, so. Bro, that was my story for this week. I always shout out to them. The best days always come from the things that aren't planned. The things that are just like, you know what? F it. Let's do it. (laughs) We got kids that listen. I'm sorry. Forget it. That's what the F it stands for. Forget it. You know, let's just let's just go ahead and, and make this shake. So I'm glad you got that moment. You said it was an AMG. What year? It was a, it was a, they said they got it last year. So I'm assuming it'd be 2021, but it was a, uh, AMG CLA 45. It was nice. It was really, really what nice. And AMG? it was, it had the sports package. It had red interior, red guts. I'm like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Black all blacked out. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that, that's a little bit out of my price range, you yeah. know, but it was still a nice car to drive. So. Oh, that's so cool. Well, I'm glad you got the the chance to drive it. Um, somebody on Twitter was saying, "Bro, it's it's a shame our 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 captain, our leader, our best player has not received the car yet." And I agree. So blessings are coming your way, sir. I didn't think it would go out this long. Neither did I think yeah. it would become yeah. such a deal that it has. But here we are. Well, you know, update to update everybody. Not going to do the NIL deal. Just it's not possible at this moment in time. Yeah. Hopefully, if everything goes right tomorrow, I'll be in the car. So, but uh, yeah, you know. I so. will say for my Game of Thrones fans out there, Christmas 
is coming. <laughs> Winter is coming. Winter is coming. There we oh, go. Man. Ah, Braden, I was thinking about something. Me and you are both followers of the law, all right? But it's kind of a nice feeling knowing that the presenting sponsor of our podcast is a law firm. You know, that's a good point. Like you said, we are both followers of the law, minus, you know, me going 80 on a 40-mile-per-hour world. But anyways, it does give us a nice peace of mind. And not just any law firm. Plainview Legal is owned by Sooner Diehards Haley and Travis Dennis. Haley and Travis are married and have five degrees from OU between them both. Haley even taught classes at OU's law school. Plainview Legal Group focuses primarily on property law and business matters, but they also handle estate planning and probate from simple wills to proving undue influence. Additionally, their attorneys will negotiate, draft, review, and litigate all kinds of commercial contracts for individuals and businesses across various industries throughout Oklahoma. When you hire an attorney, you want experts, which is exactly what Plainview Legal is. But you also want to work with good people. And we're willing to tell you guys, Haley and Travis are good people. They are Sooners who you want on your side. To schedule your free consultation, visit their website at www.plainviewlegal.com or give them a call at 405-310-0183 or email them at info at plainviewlegal.com. Something else that I, uh, I saw on Twitter, um, somebody asked me, they said, Jay Hall, are you interested in going to the XFL? And I think it was the first time somebody had mentioned that. So I was like, you know what? I might as well throw it out there on the pod and let the people know. Um, no, I'm not going to the XFL. Uh, no USFL. Uh, I'm not going to Germany uh, or anywhere over there. Um, for me, uh, I told my agent NFL or bust because I feel like there's some things outside of football that I want to accomplish. And I'm currently working in the mix of right now. So, Braden, I don't think I didn't get a chance to tell you this, but um, another podcast mm. is currently yep. in the works. And I, like uh, I think Sooner Nation is going to enjoy the people that I have coming along with me on that journey as well as an announcement for some other things I got going on. So um, Jay Hall did not watch football today because not only did he go golfing, but he is working and it will all be revealed soon. <laughs> Love it. Sooner Nation, as we continue our Where Are They Now? As I'm sure you know, our current guest for this episode is Dimitri Flowers, the Worst fullback in Sooners history, uh, the not as good looking fullback in Sooners history because he's not bald like me and JD, and uh, he's not as light skinned as Trey Millard and I. So um, he just falls to the bottom of the category. <laughs> <laughs> Meech is going to hate me if he listens to this part. Uh, we already pre recorded his interview, so this is all after uh, I'm talking schmack. But now nah, we love Meech. Um, also, we're going to start back having guests on the podcast. Ain't that right, Braden? Yes, sir. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Braden has been holding it down for us for the past five plus weeks or so. But uh, I figured, I told him, I said, you know, bro, we can't have you as our special guest every week. 
I'm like, we we just can't do it, you know. So we got to start. We got to start mixing it up a little bit. (laughs) So enjoy this interview. I think it's a great one. Meech has some good insight on Braden and the program itself, and uh, what else he has going on in life. So, Braden, before we move on, you got anything for the people? Nah, let's get into it. Yes, sir. Coming up next, ladies and gentlemen, Dimitri Flowers. The fat one that I always make fun of and uh, crack jokes with and um, never have anything good to say about this kid. Thank you for coming on to the show. The one and only number 36, the guy who made me come to OU and uh, showed me a hell of a time on my official visit. The Dimitri Flowers. Hey, what's up, boys? What's going on? Bro, thank you for coming on to the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love the boys. Always always happy to be here. We we know you haven't gone very far. We know you're still down on Lindsay Street, but I mean outside of that. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm really I've really gone a long way um since since playing, obviously. Uh yeah. in my last year of law school. Uh, got one more semester after this, you know, um, got a couple job offers, got some, got some, got some good, good interest. You know, I practiced a bunch of different types of law and internships and jobs. So, you know, I mean, I've, I've kind of really, really started focusing on, on, you know, where exactly I'm going to be when I, when I graduate, hopefully pass the bar, you know, that's a hell of a test, yeah. but. You know, once we do all that, I feel like my life is finally starting to, to come together in the standpoint of like, I know what, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to practice and kind of kind of where I'm going to be. And so that's kind of that's kind of been just something that's been really exciting for me lately, because, you know, for the last year and a half, two years, it's just been I'm going through school with no clue what I'm going to do with my yeah. life. But, uh, you know, it's, it's starting to come to fruition. So I really like that. Well, I hope you're actually paying attention in class now and not just fumbling the way through because uh nobody wants a lawyer who cheated their way through school bro so i hope you're not cheating your way through school (laughs) you have to pay attention now you can't you get called on uh they'll ask you about the readings and if you don't know they'll just put you on blast in front of everybody so you you really don't want it it's like it's like on film you know you know you got a bad play coming up oh yeah (laughs) and watch it and coach is gonna rewind it uh, here it comes Uh, (laughs) it's it's the next play oh here we go (laughs) thank god our uh our co-host doesn't have very many of those nowadays, I don't think. I hope not. I mean, not, not, not many of those, man. I, I try to keep my, the tape clean, man. Yeah. Yeah. So. I used to pride myself on, I, although I may not have, like, the biggest plays in the game, I never had any, like, bad ones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Except yeah. once, I think I gave up a sack one time, but that's neither here nor there. Most of the time, oh, <laughs> like during the game, I'd be thinking about it too. Like, if I, yeah. if I did a good job, I'd have been like, Coach, gonna that 30 times. <laughs> yeah, oh, Bro. Uh, our next sponsor is for our bald head listeners. Freebird is hey, yo, 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 Braden, you really think I'm gonna give you a sponsor targeting bald headed people? I'm going to take the lead, so take a seat, my brother. 
Pipe down. <laughs> my fault, my fault. You got it. Freebird is on a mission to take the hassle out of head care. For too long, bald people have been left with subpar options when it comes to shaving and caring for their heads. Let me tell you, being bald is low-key a hassle. Like, you got to figure out what works. You got to pay all this money for different types of stuff and whatever. But Freebird is here to change all that. Well, no more overpriced shavers that barely work. No more expensive lotions and creams and gels with weird ingredients that I cannot pronounce. Maybe Jay Hall can. He does have MBA. But anyways, the Flex Series Electric Shaver from Freebird is amazing. It shaves 50% more hair in a single stroke compared to old school razors, provides baby smooth shaves. Shaving takes less than three minutes and it's waterproof. Shave wet or dry or even in a shower. Nobody's doing it like Freebird. Hey, listen, man, for upcoming holidays, birthdays, or just because, get yourself the best shaver of your life. Freebird is giving our listeners an exclusive discount. Visit myfreebird.com slash prairie for 20% off. That's myfreebird.com slash prairie for 20% off today. They hooked each of us up with a care package, and I was shocked by how well it worked. Brandon, can't you see my head? This is a product I'd use even if they weren't a sponsor. So hit them up. I always tell people, bro, to be a great player, you you have to have a little bit of effort and move on type of mentality, you know, mm-hmm. because you're going to mess up at some point eventually. Like, Oh, yeah. It's, it's just happen. the game. Yeah, it's just the yeah. game. You know, you, nobody's perfect. And. You know, things happen and you're going against another, you know, D- division one football player. Stuff happens, man. Meach. Yo, what's up, baby? Nobody told me it was going to be this stressful being a fan. Man, it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> Bro, what? Like, I, I was. My voice right was, now, I think it's gone. <laughs> Bro, did you go to the game yesterday? Yeah, I did. I did go. Yeah. I did go. Uh, Where do you there. typically sit? Uh, so I kind of bounce around a bit, uh, end up in the suites usually nine times out of ten. Just yeah. go bounce around because you know, just through 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 relationships we formed and, and playing and stuff. You know, you know pretty much everyone that's up there. Um, so we usually go up there and just like to watch down there, have a couple drinks. Hopefully, it's not mm-hmm. too stressful, but you know, it get pretty stressful sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> bro, I, I try. <laughs> Hey, I'm glad I have somebody else on the podcast now because some things, you know, like I it's it's our podcast, right? But some things I can't talk about on here because he's still a player. So I'm just yeah. like, <laughs> I, I gotta watch what I say, bro. But like, yeah. like bro, oh my gosh! Like, Man. I will say though, I I do enjoy the sweet view. Oh yeah, that is that is oh, one thing that, yeah, Braden, like. Things are nice down there in the field. You're yeah. scoring touchdowns and everything, but things are even nicer up there in those suites. We ain't sweating up there. We just we in the AC. It's vibing. It's vibing. food, everything. <laughs> oh, man. Bro, what do you think about Braden and his production so far? Come on. I know it, it's I mean, a lot better than us right now. I'm not going to Oh, lie. my God. Through the roof. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> I mean, my man is just blowing us out the water. Uh, he scored <laughs> touchdowns. He getting pancake blocks. You know, the man is playing out of his mind and making millions. Like I said, man, I'm pr- proud of you. Proud of, proud of you for putting the position, keeping it going. You know, it's a long line. And you and you sure you sure held up your end of the, of, of the deal right there, dog. But you really out there just killing it, man, making it look easy. You really are. 
No doubt, man. I appreciate that. I have big shoes to fill, man. But I also had, you know, great uh, mentorship from both of y'all. You know, like a lot of people be like, oh, man, I, I didn't think you were here when Meech was here. And I'd be like, I wasn't. You know, I just I was telling someone the other day, it's just kind of our OU brotherhood. You know, we just, you know, it don't matter who played when, you know, we're all tight and we all communicate and, you know, help each other out. And I, I can't stress enough that I've learned so much through, you know, y'all too, man, like so much of the game. So, and just, you know, lessons in life and everything. So I appreciate y'all. And man, I'm glad that I can, you know, give y'all something to get excited about on Saturdays, man. I don't think some people realize what it's like being an OU player, you right. know, specifically life after an OU player, because I can go and call Trey Miller and be like, yo, bro, what's up? And talk about the game. Like, I can text Meeks whenever I want. You know, I can go and text JD. Like, one thing I'm proud of is that most of the time, the great ones always come back in some capacity. Yeah, you know, I just talked all- to Jamel Hollow- uh, Holloway yesterday mm-hmm. on the field. And he came and hollered at me. He told me that I was doing a good job and, and to keep on going. And, you know, Mark Clayton hit me up and, you know, all types of guys. So, you know, it, it's it's impressive, you know. It's not like that everywhere. It goes back to when we were talking about being a captain. Not only is the weight of the team on your shoulders, but the weight of every single Sooner that has been in your position is also on your shoulders as well. Because I'm not going to lie, we're looking at three captains in in this one podcast for the Oklahoma Sooners. You feel me? Like, it's not like. We're a, a bunch of Joe Blows. Like, we don't know what we're talking about. We, we, I mean, Dimitri knows what it's like to, to lose three games in the season. I, I don't. So I don't, I, I don't. <laughs> you got jokes. Just now finding out. Oh, man. My freshman year was rough. That, that was, uh, you know, we, we had just come off the, uh, off the Sugar Bowl. They had just beat Bama and I graduated early. So I got here in January. I mean, life is great. I'm I'm riding the high of the Sugar Bowl, even though I wasn't even there. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I was having a blast. So then, and then we start losing game and game and game, and you would have thought all hell broke loose and world was ending here in Norman, Oklahoma. So I know you can definitely relate to that, Brandon. But I mean, yeah. it's 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 you know, as much as we don't pay attention to you know what people are saying on social media and stuff, at the end of the day, we are humans. You know, don't get me wrong. We're we're football players, we're competitors, but but we are humans. And so when you when you see some stuff that some fans are saying and stuff, it, it, it it's kind of you know you, you almost have to just laugh about it because you know if you put them mm-hmm. in some full pads and bring them down to the field, <laughs> we joke about it all the time, uh, players. But you know, I said when it lose, man, it feel like the whole town, like everywhere you go, you just get yeah. high. Like everybody's just like. I said uh, they used to stop I mean, when we crossed the street to go to the parking lot. They used to stop. Now they be like speeding up. Like, oh man, all right, I'll just go ahead and go. <laughs> they be driving by. They be like, they're trying to take you out. <laughs> <laughs> they be over there looking at us with disgust. I'm like, I feel like everywhere I go, I can go to academy, and I just feel like people are like, mm. and I'm like, I'm sorry, like, geez, I gotta wear, I gotta wear, I can't even wear the OU gear around. I gotta wear the Nikes and the, you know, what I'm saying. <laughs> Bro, so it feel like, yeah, man. When it, you know, when it's great, it's great. But when it's bad, boy, you would think it's the world's bad. in there. It's yeah, bad, man. Bro, my 
my my favorite line is when someone says, "Oh, I've been a Sooner fan for like twenty years." I'm like, bro, like that doesn't give you the right to to talk recklessly on social media. Like, Listen, what? There's a Are difference between this criticism and just straight up talking with with no filter, bro. Like, oh. if that was your kid in that situation, you would feel some type of way. Yeah. But that's not your kid. And you see them as an adult on the field or whatever, you know, you're just like, oh, you know, they'll be all right. That's what they, that that's, you know, this is, this is what, what do they expect going into college yeah. sports? Like, yeah. They're getting bits and that X, Y, Z. They should, they should be used to this or whatever. They'd be saying. Yeah. Like I, I signed my letter of intent and I foresaw going out there on the field and wanting to be bullied on social media and being called a terrible player. Like, yes, like this is exactly what I signed up for. Oh man, that was I'll never forget. It was uh it was my sophomore year. We're in the playoff. We're playing Clemson, right? We're yeah. driving, driving to go score, and I get I get a personal foul for clapping, bro, for clapping after the whistle. Coach Stoops ripped my ass, completely killed our momentum. And so <laughs> we're human after that. We lost. Check my phone. I, I, see, I get I see the death threats, see the never put on a sooner uniform again. You're embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, the list goes on and on. And uh, it's like at the same time, they're not saying it to our face. Like, like we know we messed up. We know we're not trying to do. We're not trying to lose. We're not trying to play how we did. Speaking of uh, speaking of the Stoops. Bro, I'm glad I I'm glad we can say that we got a game under Bob. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We have that in common now. Like I feel like I'm part of an era that is over, you know? Mm-hmm. That, that we'll never get back. Bob was so cool during that Oregon game, bro. I mean, I know he could chill, like he could relax just a little bit because it wasn't all on him. But right. um Yeah, that was a good experience. I love good old Bob. He was there with uh Drake's jersey on last game, I think. I saw that. Yeah, was, I saw yeah, that. He was there at uh he was there. Y- y'all talking about this game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He was in the tunnel when we came off and he was hyping, you know, hugging us up. Man, you gotta you just gotta love him, man. You yeah, know, like like I said, he was in the locker room with us. He had Drake's jersey on. He's you know, we just got a good win. We're all going in. He's dapping us up, like, you know, hugging us up, man. Just you just gotta love him, man. Yeah. Me. Ultimate team guy, man. Oh, yeah. What are your – well, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on this season so far with Venables, the whole situation, OU football? Yeah. What, what's your breakdown of uh, where we're at right now? I mean, I think I think first and foremost, we, we, we're not where we wanted to be. Um, right. You know, you know, that's obvious. Um, nobody foresaw us being where we are. Um, but I mean, you know, we've, we've had some hurdles we've had to overcome too. You know, you, you play, you play against your, your rival in the biggest game where, where, you know, playing, getting ready to play for that game, teams prepare differently. Like, like Texas is, is preparing differently for Iowa State. That emotion isn't there than when they're playing us. That's just a fact. That's just, that's just what comes into that game. And so when you go in there without a quarterback, and I see I see nine taking snaps back there in the middle of the game, I had to I had to I had to rewind. Them. Is this really what what's going on? Um, but you know, we we had we had to we have to battle now. You know, we're we're, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're what, four and three now. Um, 
again, you know, not where we want to be, but I think, I think it's not, we're not on the downhill. Um, you know, I think we're, I think we're heading in the right direction, especially after last week. I mean, offense looked great. Obviously messed up on, on some things and, you know, it, it could always be better. But always. right now I feel like we're on the right path. You know, I don't, I don't see a reason why we can't go out there and win out, uh, compete. And, you know, who knows what will happen. Maybe teams drop games left and right. Next thing you know, we're in the Big 12 game trying to trying to somehow figure something out, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that people understand, understand that. I mean, with this season, we can still be a 10-win team. Yeah. We went out 9-3, and three, and then we go into a, you know, a bowl game that's 10 wins. Mm-hmm. Much less, like you said, I mean, the Big 12 Conference is kind of all over the place right now in terms of not all over the place in a bad way, but there's a lot of good teams in this conference, you know, this year. There's not really any bad teams. So, you know, the, it could go either way where it comes to a point where, we might, you know, still could sneak in there. And, you know, the biggest thing for us is just to get better every week. And like you said, you know, getting on the right path this week against a good Kansas team, they're, they're no slouches or nothing like that. They got great coaches and everything. But, um, you know, it, it has to be a conscious decision where we're just like, yeah, man, like we're winning out, you know, we're not losing no more. And I've been telling the guys that, since the jump, you know, then we have a chance to, you know, we started rough, but we got a chance to show how well we respond to adversity and, you know, the good things that are to come with, you know, Coach Venables, because he really is such a great coach and we will run through a wall for that, man. We absolutely love him, you know, so. Meach, you talked a little bit about seeing number nine in the Wildcat versus Texas, bro. I had to tell him, I'm like, bro, like, I'm jealous. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Like I wish in the in the Texas game, bro. In the in the R R R. How many how many what? did you get? You got at least ten out at least ten. Yeah, I had about I had about ten. Yeah. I, yeah, probably more than that, but at least ten. Yeah. Yeah, we had, we had a, one. See, I had one. I got one. It was a fourth in, it was like a fourth in, in inches and we ran. Oh yeah, you got it. Yeah, I do remember at that. Lambo and it ended I up getting the and I was hyped as hell after that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got the first down. You're back there taking 10, 12 and things. Oh bro, man. It was it I was remember cool, man. I used to always clown with Trey and, and Kennedy because you know, me, me and you came out the same offense. You know, we can easily, especially in like what two backfield, blue, red type of situation, we can easily switch. Yeah. You know, I I yeah. know the play and he knows the play. So me and Kennedy always joke like, bro, like let me get one. And Kennedy be <laughs> like, bro, I've only had ten touches this game. I'm like, bro, I just want one, bro. Like, only had ten touches. Yeah, bro, you had enough. T- I know you're not right now because you get way more touches. I do get more touches previously. No, no doubt. (laughs) I'm not complaining at all, man. You know, hey, shout out to Coach Levy, man. Shout out to Levy, man. How do you like it? He he seems really dope, man. I love the offense. I love the flow, especially what he's doing with you in that that tight end H-back position, man. Yeah, man, I I love him. Uh, Like I told – I joked around with Jay Hall, I think, earlier in the year. I was like, I scored a touchdown. I might have a – Pull the jersey up, might have an I Heart Jeff Levy shirt on, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, no, nah, man, he's he's a great guy. He's a competitor, man. He's you know he he does some really good things. He's he, but he's 
like, you know, I don't like throwing this around, you know, the genius word, but man, the, the man, he does some things that you're just like, wow, that's genius, you know? So um, they're really creative, you know, and I just love that one, he spreads the love. Like he gives the, he gives everybody a chance to get the ball. He's not afraid to play young guys. As we've saw Gavin Freeman coming in there, making plays, you know, if you've earned the right to get on the field, you're going to get on the field. And uh, he just trusts his guys. One-on-one situation. He's like, mm, you know what I'm saying? Third down. Okay. We're going to Braden. You know, I just, I just love that. You know, like it, just having an offensive coordinator that believes in you and, and trust you and, you know, a quarterback that believes in you and trusting you, man, it's, it's, uh, it's really a, you know, I've really kind of spoiled this year. You know, I, it's, it's a little bit yes, different. Yes, you are. But yeah, I, I definitely <laughs> am. But I definitely am. But I mean, you know, after the game, it's just, you know, he comes up to me, we dab it up and he's all hype for me. And he's like, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. And he just, that just, you know, it's just a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. No, I say that, bro. I, I I say you're spoiled, but honestly, you deserve it. You mm-hmm. you deserve every bit of it. You know, like I I say it all the time. If I could throw throw you, if I could throw it to you every other play, I would because um you have the character, you you have the leadership, you have everything it takes to be a great player. So uh you deserve it. It's crazy, Mitch. It's crazy how far the position has come over the years. Because I mean, you know, some people call us. Fullbacks, true fullbacks. Some people call us H backs, tight ends. Um, you know, our offense traditionally has had a little bit of something every year. And every year it's been different. So to see the role change into what it was or what it is now, I I, I don't know. Like what what do you think about that between us three? Like we're all very different in our own ways. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah. it, it's it's we're all different, but we're all the same in the same sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, that's what, that just w- what makes people like us so unique is, is just our athleticism. I mean, like we were talking about earlier, like with Brayden, it's just not, it's just not his route running ability. You know, it's his, it's his ability to, to block, it's ability to be a lead blocker, uh, uh, to pull and block, uh, you know, not only to run into the flat and catch the ball, but he can run a post and catch the ball. And, you know, that's something that all three of us could do. And so when you, when you get these, these smart offensive coordinators that they can draw things up for, for those types of players, it just makes it so hard in the defense. So, okay. you know, I think the best part about it is it just really speaks to, to, you know, not only us three, but the ones before us that we got thrown so much, but we were able to handle it. And, you know, that yeah. goes to how smart we are on the, on the football field. Cause it's not easy to line up in, in, you know, 10 different positions in 10 straight plays. And that, that's the best yeah. way how everyone's like, what position did you play? And, you know, you can't, you can't just yeah. say a position <laughs> to the common folk. So I'm like, easier yeah. to put it. I did a lot of things. I, it could be 10 different plays, 10 different positions. And that's what we do. And we're smart enough to handle it. So, I mean, I love it, man. I love seeing, seeing you line up all over the place. The same, same stuff we did. It's awesome. man. I'm glad you said that, you know, because that goes under the radar a lot. You know, when I have, when I tell people my position and they're like, Oh, what really do you do? And I'm like, uh, I mean, really kind of do everything. You know, I, I block with the offensive linemen. I split out, you know, uh, sometimes I'm in the backfield. Sometimes I'm in the, the wing, the slide. I mean, I've been at the Wildcat, so it's like, like I can't really just describe myself as one type of, you know, 
like player. And then it's also one of those things where you said we, we put, there's so much put on us, you know, like we're really like a second quarterback of the offense because we have to know so much. And I don't know if y'all noticed, but there's times during the game where DG will be telling someone what to do. And I'll be telling someone what the play is as well. You know, we're both kind of like, Hey, like this is what a, this, the play is this, like, you know, you got this or whatever, you know, just kind of both controlling it. And that's kind of my job. Cause I have to know what every single person is doing on that field. I have to know protections. I have to know where the run is going. I have to know routes, you know, especially in coach Levy's offense where it's based off of speed. So you have to know every single receiver position, because, you know, you never know where you're going to line up. So combining all that together, man, it's a lot. And especially because we'd be having a bunch of plays, but we have like 100 play installs every week. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's ridiculous. Uh, That's wild. Bro, I, going back to the blocking real quick, I know a lot of people look at us as big dudes, but I don't think a lot of times people realize that, like, we play at, what, 240, 250? Meet you mm-hmm. played around 250. Braden's 240. I played at 245. Wait. These defensive ends are 6'4 plus 280 plus every single 280, week. 290. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you're, going, man, you're going down on a 320 every once in a while. Right. Get out. You know, start <laughs> playing games. You're you're coming on the inside zone, and now a big 315-pounder yeah. is in your face, and you're like, oh, man, this is going to be fun. Dude, dude. Yeah, bro. Like, I <laughs> – I don't mean to blow smoke up any of our, any of our butts or anything like that, but bro, go through and look at the Big Twelve defensive ends, specifically Texas every year. Uh, I remember two. What you remember that guy? What two years ago, Braden? I think big white kid, big country kid, Baylor. I think it was like a fifth, sixth round yes. pick. Both six, of them. Six three ten. Like yes. bro. Both, I am both two, of their DNs in 2019. They both were all defense, Big 12 all defensive players as well, and they were huge. 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 Coming like, across split zone, cr- cross cut, cross cut, trying to cut off the backside, like going heads bro. up with guys that weigh 80 pounds more than us, you know? Bro, that like you that is a 70 pound difference, bro. 240 to two, 310. A yeah. seventy to put this in perspective, you guys, a hundred and fifty pounds versus two twenty. That's the exact same thing as two forty versus three three ten. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So shout out to us. <laughs> I, I always say it. You gotta to play this position. You gotta gotta be wired a little bit differently because you we're we're taught that like Jay Hall and I said it all the time. We go, we get the scouting report, the depth chart, and we see a defense end on there. It's like 250. We're like, oh, this guy's oh, yeah, small. No, easy. small. <laughs> oh, yeah, this yeah. is easy. Oh, man, we're going to have a field yeah. day. And then we're the whole time, he's 260 the whole time. We're 20 pounds less than him, but we look at him, we're like, oh, yeah, that's easy. Yeah. Yeah, bro. <laughs> if, if you're my size, I'm moving you. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. You stand definitely. no chance. Like, come on now. Like, you might as well put a linebacker right there. Like, I don't know, <laughs> why, what are we doing here? <laughs> that's, that's just facts though you know that's but that's how we handle it that's what we had to do you know not everybody wants to go head first as someone that's 70 pounds bigger than you and not and not just go head first but be able to do it successfully too that's mm-hmm. that's another big thing you know yeah, that's just a, a mindset in itself is it's not just doing it but being successful not one time Me- a game either no, every play no. every other play a quarter where you just trying to run the clock out 
and you were the same play eight times in a row. Right. Bro. Meach, man. Tom flies, bro. Sure does, bro. Tom flies. I always make jokes about Braden becoming a fan one day, and we all know it's coming soon, but enjoy. Enjoy this while it lasts, bro. Meach, you got anything that you want to tell him? Like, or anything you want to tell me? Nah, man. Just, you know, proud, proud of y'all boys uh, doing what you're doing. Keep it up. Keep y'all's heads up. Time flies. Take advantage of it. Have fun. Live in the now and use your resources, man. You know, kind of touched on it earlier. It's a brotherhood here. And just just use it. Just talk. Uh, it's it's something, something that's that you will never lose is, is your connections with the University of Oklahoma. So have fun. Enjoy the process, man, because you can be looking on this 50 years from now, 30 years from now. Of course, you're going to say, right, in the now, this season sucks. You know, we have three losses. But 50 years from now, man, no one's going to be able to take away that you play for the University of Oklahoma. Right. And that's something you can tell your kids, your kids' kids. And and that's just something that won't be forgotten. So enjoy sure. it. Man. Enjoy it. Anything for the fans? Anything you want to say? What's up? Let them know. Oh, just, just make sure the fans know. Like I'm really not that fat, like Jay Hall was saying. So. <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, don't I will clown you right now. Just Man, child, bro. It's law school stressful. Law school. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good response. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> uh, Sooner Nation, that is all we have for our interview with number 36, bro. Thank you for coming on. Absolutely, boys. Absolutely. Yes, sir. All right, Sooner fans, that is all we have for this week's episode of the show. Before I leave you on this episode, I figured it'd be nice if we could throw in a quick free game. Brayden, you, I'm uh, I'm with it. You down? All right. So hear me out, right? I was thinking about this the other day and I had to write it down in my notes. And this is what I wrote down. After I got cut, I understand now, or I understood then why Jesus hung out with sinners, right? They have nothing to lose and it's easier to replace their foundation, right? So, what does that mean? They have nothing to lose, right? So let, let's just think in the perspective of someone who's who's drastically down in the dumps, right? I don't know, just got fired, um, maybe going bankrupt, having money problems, possibly has a kid or something. I don't know, super stressed out, right? And they have nothing. Why not? lean on Jesus, right? It's easier to change a rocky foundation. It's easier to have a conversation with someone and say, Hey, follow me. You're struggling anyways. You know, Jesus was there. He served his community. It's hard. It's hard to change the mindset of someone who's already lost in a, in a, in a particular mindset, right? Whether it's falling in love with money, falling in love with materialistic items. It's hard to change someone who is stuck in your ways. But if you take someone who's at the bottom and after I got cut, the day I got cut, I felt like I was at the bottom. Right. And it, it was the first time in my life that I didn't have football. And in that moment, I understood. Granted, 
I have a whole bunch of support and help around me. But in that moment, I understood this is what it's like to lose something and to have to rebuild. My foundation now revolves around my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and it has helped me tremendously, tremendously. I'm going to talk about this more in the future, but stick with me, ladies and gentlemen, because I have some things to reveal to you. However, that's neither here nor there. I felt like that was on my mind and I had to share. So uh, I wrote it down. Build a solid foundation through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and then go out and conquer the world. So that is what I'm leaving our viewers with today. I don't know if you have anything to add, but it was on my heart. No, nah, man, I liked it. I, I mean, I love it, actually. But, yeah, no, nah, I think you hit the the nail right on the head. You know, I think you did a great job with that one. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all we have. See you next week. Tune in. Special guest. Announcement coming soon. Oh, yeah. B, what you got for the people? This is... All right, y'all. <laughs>